0: What's going on, sports fans? Got another good one for you today, but we're going to be doing it a little different than normal. Um, I know in episodes past, I've gone over a few things I found pretty interesting from the weekend or a game, and then I've moved on to the main topic of the episode. But Friday episodes are going to look a little different. We're going to go over or recap the Thursday night game. Um, This week, it was Thanksgiving, so we have two games to go over. And then I'm going to get into a few things that I think are pretty interesting or things to watch going into um, that coming weekend. So let's get into it. Um, first game, Texans versus Lions. Texans won 41-25. Sean Watson coming off a huge game against the Patriots, what I thought was his best game of the season yet, um, followed it up with an even better four-touchdown performance against the Lions. Um, Watson finished the game 17 for 25, 318 yards and four touchdowns. And he's, he's starting to get on a roll. And let me tell you, when Deshaun Watson gets on a roll, anybody can get it. This guy is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL and he's got enough weapons around him. And he's also has Bill O'Brien gone. He doesn't have Bill O'Brien holding him back anymore and he can do some dangerous things with with the weapons he has on offense so it's definitely something to watch out for because i think sean watson is a crazy good talent and when he's playing like he's playing right now and if he continues to play that way which i think he will it's he the texans have a chance in any game they're playing um he did a great job at extending plays against the lions with his feet um when he needed to and then he threw the ball very well he did have one pass to a wide open jordan atkins um in the end zone on a third and goal that if he would have thrown it just a little bit lower um would have been a much easier catch for Atkins, but threw it high, the ball um wasn't completed. Atkins get did get a hand on it, but just it was a difficult catch for him. But that's my only gripe with Watson's game. Other than that, a fantastic game from Deshaun Watson and I'm expecting more of that in the weeks to come. Um, Will Fuller also had a great game as well, helping Watson to his four-touchdown day. Fuller had a, had six receptions, 171 yards, and two touchdowns. Just a, just a great game all around for the Houston Texans. Um, they just outclassed the Lions from the beginning. Um, they had two forced fumbles and a pick six just 30 seconds into the second quarter. It just wasn't the Lions' day for the second week in a row and it's honestly concerning if you're a Lions fan how bad your team has gotten beat the past two weeks. Um, The Texans are home against the Colts next. Um, If Watson, like I said, keeps playing the way he is, and I think he will, I think the Texans have a shot. I think they have a chance in any game with Watson at quarterback when he's on, and he's on right now. I'm expecting him to stay on, and that's going to be an interesting game to watch, watching one of the best quarterbacks in the league, at least in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Go against a really good defense in the Colts' defense. Um, moving on to the Lions side of things, Matthew Stafford didn't have a terrible day. And other than his pick six to JJ Watt, which was a tipped ball at the line of scrimmage that JJ Watt caught and then ran it into the end zone, he honestly didn't play. He honestly played pretty well um, considering what was going on around him. Stafford was sacked four times, sacked five times last week, so he's getting beat. Up, And it seemed like none of his receivers really wanted to help him. Um, I know Dan, uh, Danny Amendola and Kenny Galladay were out with injuries, but I expected Marvin Jones or one of those other receivers like Muhammad Sanu to kind of step up and fill those roles so Matthew Stafford could get the ball out. But that didn't happen. Um, the two leading receivers for the team were tight end TJ Hawkinson and running back on Johnson. And there's nothing wrong with the tight end being in your um leading receiver category before a running back to beat all other receivers and receiving yards. And on Johnson's not a receiving back. It's not like he's DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, any of these receivers that really catch the ball very well out the backfield. No, he's, he's pretty much a power back that is pretty good at catching the ball. But he's not one of those guys you flare out and throw constant passes his way. And he ended up having more receiving yards than any other receiver or than all receivers on the team, it's and it's not the concerning thing that a running back and a tight end were there. It's just concerning that you don't these guys that don't normally lead the team in receiving outclassed or um, had more receiving yards than all receivers on that team There was a span there where Matthew Savard hadn't completed a ball to a receiver and like five plays or something like that and that's concerning like you should be throwing to your wide receivers and they just weren't getting separation from him so he had to throw dump offs or throw to T.J. Hawkinson and the majority of Hawkinson's yard came came off two plays so just to add more to how bad that offense was performing against the Texans and the Texans don't have a good defense. Um, but as bad as they were performing in the passing game, the run game performed pretty well. on Johnson and Adrian Peterson combined for over a hundred yards and Peterson had two touchdowns, but considering the Lions were down for most of that game, they couldn't really take advantage of how awful of a, def- a run defense Houston has because Houston has one of the worst run defenses in the league. It's, it's extremely bad. But going back to them turning the ball over and or turning the ball over three times and one of them being a pick six 30 seconds into the second quarter, they were behind and they just couldn't get out of that hole. They actually came out in the second half and ran the ball four times in a row. And I think Adrian Peterson got like 60-some or – 55 yards out of those couple of runs so they could run the ball but it's just it took up so much time that they they had to get out of it it was working for them but they had to get out of it because they wouldn't have any time left to make up the deficit that they were down um, the Lions go from a playoff contender um, to a team that looks very awful in just a couple of weeks and I honestly think if I'm the Lions GM owner whoever I am it's time to start looking for a new head coach I don't think Matt Patricia's the answer, Um, and he's very underperformed with the team that he has. Um, I know going in there, a lot of people thought he was going to be really good for the Lions. He was going to elevate Matthew Stafford. The defense was going to get better. That team was going to become a playoff team, and you were in the hunt for the playoffs. You weren't even a playoff team yet. They added an extra slot to the playoffs this year, and you still weren't there. So he's he's underperformed with the team that he has, and I think it's just time for the Lions to think about moving on from him. Um, They play the Bears next week, and honestly, I don't know who's going to win that game. It's um, an in-division game. Both teams have played really bad recently, but I will say the Bears, coming off of a bye week with the very stout defense that they have, if I had to pick a team, I'm picking the Bears, but I really don't know because whoever the Bears have starting at quarterback Who knows how many times they're going to turn the ball over to the Lions. So it could end up being a blowout because, you know, if it's Mitchell Trubisky or whoever else they got back there, if they throw like three interceptions, it's obviously going to go the Lions way. But don't really know. You expect whoever it is not to throw those interceptions. So if I got to pick, I'm picking the Bears, but I'm not picking them with much confidence. Um, Moving on to the second Thanksgiving game, Cowboys versus Washington. Um, Washington won 41-16, very embarrassing game for the Cowboys, a lot of people had them favored in this matchup um, because of their performance last week against the Vikings where they won 31-28. to um, Now that was a very impressive win for the Cowboys against the Vikings team that was starting to heat up, but I just can't ever justify favoring the Cowboys over another team. It, it just doesn't make sense to me and here's why the team is poorly coached. They're, Mike McCarthy is one of the worst coaches I think I've, I've ever seen. He's just riding the coattails of Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know why people think he's as good as he is, because you only won one Super Bowl with one of the most talented quarterbacks of all time. That That's alarming to me, because Tom Brady's not one of the best quarterback talents of all time, but he's just... The best quarterback of all time because of how smart he is and how he played the game and how he prepared. Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterback talents of all time. Yet Mike McCarthy kind of like he didn't he didn't put weapons around Aaron Rodgers and that that team wasn't as good as they could have been. They didn't win as many Super Bowls as they should have. Um, so I, I I fought McCarthy for that, but people give him props for winning one Super Bowl when I think they should have won three um the team's full of injuries it seems like there's an injury bubble around that team um it doesn't matter what's going on that team it it just seems like every game they have key pieces going out and against Washington Zach Martin and their left tackle went out it was a huge loss for Zach Martin to go out um it seemed like a pretty bad injury he was grimacing pretty hard and we don't know what um his future holds probably out for the rest of the season the way the Cowboys injuries have been going um, Ezekiel Elliott is having the one of the worst seasons of his careers. Um, he has five fumbles. Career, not careers. He has five fumbles this season, and all of his seasons combined previous, he only had five fumbles. So he's he's doubled his fumbles in one season, and then he only has one game over a hundred rushing yards. For Ezekiel Elliott to be considered a premier back in the NFL and for what is expected of him. Um, from that Cowboys team, for him to have such a bad season and only one game over 100 rushing yards, which was last week against the Vikings, is 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 honestly alarming and and really bad. Um, I think it has something to do with the fact that um the Cowboys have lost so many offensive linemen like Tyron Smith, Travis Frederick retired, and then Zach Martin went down. But you got to be able to make something with what you got, and he really hasn't. Um, and the defense is horrific. I mean, honestly, I wonder what the defense is doing sometimes when I'm watching it because they they just seem like they had they don't have any idea. This team is so poorly. I want I don't want to say put together because they have athletes, but they're so poorly coached, and it and it stems from that. When well, you can tell when a team is poorly coached, and I think this team embodies that that they are just. They just aren't put together. They don't have those that connection that they need that a head coach provides to get them to the next level because I believe that they have the talent too. They have talent all over the place but they just can't get it to work because of how bad their coaching staff is um i will say the receivers for dallas played pretty good um amari cooper had six receptions 112 yards and a touchdown and michael gallup also looked pretty good um had six receptions and 41 yards gallup had kind of taken a backseat to cd lamb in the past couple weeks but kind of stepped up this game and got a pretty good uh, couple receptions in there um, Andy Dalton didn't have the worst night of his career. He finished twenty-five for thirty-five, two hundred and fifteen yards, a touchdown, and an interception, and it was actually only sacked one time, which I found pretty impressive with two offensive linemen going down early in the game and how many offensive linemen they've lost previously this season. That um they were only I mean, that he only got sacked one time, especially with the talent that they have on that um, Washington defensive line. I thought the thought that was a, pr- a a bright spot for Dallas. Um, Dalton did throw a pick six late in the game to the def- defensive end Montez Sweat, but the game was over at that point. It was thirty four to sixteen. Um, he was just trying to go out there make something happen. He had pressure in his face. Ball got tipped. Sweat caught it, ran it in. Kind of similar to the JJY touchdown earlier. Um, Zeke had ten carries for thirty two yards and a fumble. Yes. That is a guy that is being paid a lot of money. Um, is supposed to be a premier back in the NFL. He averaged three point two yards a carry and fumbled the ball. It, it's not looking good for Cowboys fans. I'm, I'm sorry. And the Cowboys had an awful, I mean, an awful, fun, uh, a fake punt attempt on fourth and ten at the beginning of the fourth quarter that they obviously like weren't gonna get. I, I. I really don't understand what that team is doing, but it, it is it is honestly awful to watch. And then, of course, the very next play, Antonio Gibson takes the ball 23 yards to the house, touchdown. Like, they weren't down that much. They were down 20 to 16, I think. They had to punt the ball. Go out there and I get your defense. It's awful, but don't fake punt on... Uh, fourth and ten when you're backed up in your own territory, like who who does that? It, I I don't understand what this team is thinking most of the time. It's honestly like mind boggling what this team has going on, and just an overall bad but honestly not shocking loss by the Cowboys. I thought Washington was going to win this game. I think they're they're much they're way better coached, and not to mention, um. Alex Smith, I, I he's not he's not played great, but I think he's he knows what winning is like and I think he's a really good veteran presence at the quarterback position for that team to grow around. So when they do get their guy, he can he has the weapons around him who already have matured to get Washington to a really good place cuz I think they're not that far off. They have talent on both sides of the ball and honestly have a real legitimate shot at winning this division. Antonio Gibson had a career night, um, had 115 yards on 20 carries and three touchdowns on that awful Cowboys defense, not taking away anything from Antonio Gibson, an amazing game from him, but it was on a really bad defense. Um, Alex Smith finished 19 for 26, 149 yards, a touchdown and an interception um interception was to Jalen Smith. And that that leads me into Terry McLaurin had seven receptions, 92 yards, and one hell of a hustle play on that interception. Um that kept Alex Smith's pick from being a pick six and um stopped Jalen Smith on the four yard line and in typical Cowboys fashion, set up with the ball on Washington's four yard line. They actually go backwards six yards and kick a field goal. Yes. You are on your opponent's Four yard line, and you go back six yards. You you don't gain any yards. You 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 get backed up to the ten. You're on the four. You end up on fourth and ten, and you kick a field goal. What makes more sense? Going for it on fourth and ten when you're on, or fourth and goal when you're fourth and goal. You're right at your opponent's end zone. Or going for it on fourth and ten when you're backed up in your territory on your own twenty-three yard line, <laughs> this is the coaching that this is Mike McCarthy coaching. People, it, it's it's horrific. It's awful to watch, and it's it's kind of amusing, but you you just hate it if for Cowboys fans because you guys are going to get a lot worse before it gets a lot better. Um, Washington's defense played all right. Kyle Fuller um, had an especially tough time guarding Amari Cooper um but other than that they were fine uh Kyle Kyle Fuller did give up a really big um a really long touchdown to Amari Cooper that's where most of his yards in that one touchdown came from but Montez Sweat did pick Andy Dalton off for a pick six like I said earlier so wasn't a terrible defensive performance and um it's looking like Washington has a legitimate shot at winning the NFC East um they play the Steelers next week and to be very it'll it's going to be a very tough challenge for this team but it's the nfl anything can happen and we've seen the Steelers struggle against worse teams like the cowboys so we'll see um i don't expect them to win the game but who knows they could shock us all and beat them you you never know in the nfl people you just never know (laughs) so moving into the few things i'm looking forward to this weekend just to wrap up the episode um First game is Titans at the Colts. Um, this game has big playoff implications. Um, we've seen the two face off one time before this season. Um, whoever wins will actually be first place in the AFC South. Um, the Colts won the first matchup 34-17. I'm expecting this game to be much closer. I'm looking forward to seeing Derrick Henry run against that premier um, really good Colts defense. I think it's going to be really fun to watch. Um, such a good runner. Um, probably one of the, well, definitely one of the best, if not the best running back in the league and Derrick Henry against a really good, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Um, I still have the Colts taking this one by three. I just, uh, the Colts are kind of on a roll. Um, they, they lost to the Ravens a couple weeks ago, but then, after that, they kind of, they kind of turned things around. They beat um, the Packers last week in overtime, a really impressive win that I did not think they were gonna get. And I think they're I think they're gonna take this one again. Um, there was a few things that happened in the last game that kind of shaped it to be such a a large differential in score, but I think this one's much closer. But I still think. The Colts take it. Um, another game, Chiefs at Bucks. I talked about it a little bit last episode. Really looking forward to this game. I think it could be a potential preview of Super Bowl 55. It's going to be really cool to watch. Um, Tom Brady and company looking to bounce back after the loss against the Rams, especially Tom Brady in that offense. Um. Who who Tom Brady struggled. He had two really bad interceptions. So I'm looking for him to bounce back. Tom Brady rarely, if ever, has two bad games back to back. Not expecting him to start now. And then Chiefs. And then the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes are just looking to continue their winning. They um, they avenged their only loss last week against the Raiders. Got the dub against them. Still a really good game, but they um a really close game i think the raiders do a great job at challenging the chiefs um but they got it done they've obviously learned from their mistakes and and it'll be it'll be cool to watch i like i said i think the offense and the defenses of these teams match up very well um i think how good of a defense the Bucks have and how well coached it is by Todd Bowles against a really good prolific one of the best offenses we've ever seen in NFL history with Patrick Mahomes and all those weapons coached by Andy Reid it's just going to be really fun to watch and then the vice versa um, Tom Brady with a bunch of weapons but not such of a um, it's it's not as as um, appealing it doesn't It doesn't threaten you as much as the Chiefs offense does against a defense that is not on the caliber of the um, Bucs defense, but still a pretty good defense. So I think you're going to see a great offense versus a great defense and a pretty good offense versus a pretty good defense. So it would be really cool to watch. Um, And then going into the – but I'm still taking – sorry, rushing into that. I'm still taking the Chiefs by seven in that game. I think it's going to be really – close game I think it's going to be high scoring I know that you know the defense and offenses match up well which would make you believe that you know the game might be low scoring um, or lower scoring for that game but I think both teams end up in probably the 40s if not the team that wins ends up in the 40s and the losing team it's got 30s um they're moving into the college side of things, the Iron Bowl is this weekend. Um, number one, Alabama versus um, Auburn. Auburn's going to Alabama. I think Alabama takes it handedly. I know that you know the the rivalry between them. The game is normally close, um, but I just think Auburn's not. I don't. I I'm not a big fan of their coach. I think they they should probably move on from him. They haven't really accomplished much with him there. Not as much as they should with a program as good as Auburn is um, and used to be um, football-wise as much as they should have. And then um, we have Iowa State at number 13 Iowa State at 17 Texas um, tonight or today at 12. And then number two Notre Dame versus number 19 UNC. You already know my thoughts on UNC. Um, I'm really hoping Notre Dame solidifies um, that I am right and just destroys UNC, and I think they will. I think any team that can go punch for punch with Clemson playing UNC should just wax the floor with them, but we'll see. Clemson struggled against UNC last year. You know, it's not out of the question that a really good team struggles against a bad team, it happens, but I do think Notre Dame takes it and by a good margin. And then <sighs> Iowa State at Texas, that's that's hard. Um, I think I'm going to go with Texas on this one. Um, they're at home. I know fans don't play as big as a role as they used to, but I just think Tex- Texas is going to take that one. Um, that's it for this episode. I appreciate all of you listening. Remember to follow on Spotify or whatever streaming platform you're listening on. Um, tweet at me at Bellamy, and thanks for listening to The Blitz. I'll see you guys next time.